The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio Show. Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management has offices in Bend, Eugene, and John Day, serving clients from all over the Northwest. Give us a call today for your free retirement review. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. If you want to take one of us up on that free retirement review, uh, and you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office, and we'll talk about anything in your financial life your portfolio, your asset allocation, what's in your portfolio, your estate plan, whatever you want to talk about is fair game. So call the office to get one of those scheduled. So Josh shared with me last week uh, an article uh, from New York Times uh, from August 9th, and the title of it is The Risks Hidden in Public Pension Funds. Uh, And it's pretty interesting because most of the article is dedicated to the Oregon Public Employment a retirement fund, the uh, PERS, as as we all know it here in the state of Oregon. Um, and, you know, pension funds are all over the country are underfunded, uh, in some cases quite dramatically, but also a bull market can have a, a big impact on f- filling that gap. And when you go back to the global financial crisis, I think any of you that lived in Oregon and, and had money in PERS, you remember that uh, it was almost an emergency because PERS was so underfunded and, you know, there was talk about all the cuts that need to be happen and, you know, they're going to go after the Bilates of the world that were making 40 plus thousand a month in PERS, even though that was what the deal they signed up for. Um, and so, you know, all of these pension funds in an effort to achieve higher returns, because of course they're not going to fund them, right? The state governments, mo- the money's all spoken for uh, already. And so, they're they're not fully funded, and so what the pension managers are doing is they're saying, okay, well, let's go find investments where our expected returns are going to be higher, uh, and the Oregon uh, pension fund is no different. And in fact, uh, they're doing it more than any other pension fund almost in the country, uh, and that is they are investing the a lot of the money. And in fact, in the state of Oregon, it's twenty seven point eight, so twenty eight percent of the Oregon pension fund is invested in something called private equity. Uh, and that is, you know, if you think about publicly traded investments, so Google, Microsoft, Apple, you know, Costco, these are publicly traded investments in the public markets uh, where you get a price for them every single or four, five days a week from 9 a.m. on the East Coast to 4 on the East Coast every day, uh, Monday through Friday. Um, we know what the price of those are, and we also kind of have a good idea about what the risks of investing in that is. Uh, and we know that over time, uh, publicly traded stocks do very well here in the United States to the tune of about 10% over the last 100 plus years. Um, private equity, there was a time when it was a very small market, and it was sort of an esoteric part of the capital markets. And and uh, and so there was plenty of uh, I would say uh, alpha or outperformance that was available there, um, but you know you you took a bunch more risk. You had a, you didn't have liquidity, um, and the returns were great. Well, now what's happened is anytime any returns are good in any part of the market, money flows to that part of the market, and all of the advantage of that goes away because there's too much money chasing too fa- few ideas. Uh, but the Oregon Pension Fund doesn't care. They have the highest allocation. Most pension funds around the country uh, have an average allocation to private equity of 13%. And of course, Oregon has 28%, so more than double uh, the allocation. And so they're taking a tremendous amount of risk. They lose a lot of liquidity in that. Um, And if we have a meaningful recession, like a global financial crisis, these private equity companies, if they were so great, they would be publicly traded companies. And so a lot of them are zeros. And so um, the, the, the advantage of private equity and a lot of pension managers love this, and it's the dirty little secret, is you don't get a daily price quote, right? So in 2022, when stocks were down 20% on the S&P 500, a lot of private equity funds were flat or a little bit positive because they don't have a mark to market. So there was no, what they were investing in, these companies, these private companies weren't trading, and so they had a private valuation, and that private valuation didn't decline. Shocker. And so private equity managers look really good. And then because of that, the pension managers look really good in investing in them. But it's all kind of a shroud. It's not illegal. I'm just saying these private equity 
these allocations that these pension funds are way too much and way as, too high. As a taxpayer, it's obviously disconcerting because you just you know that all of this return is just getting eaten in fees. And they talk a little bit in the article about the, the private equity fee structure and how it's really, of course, advantageous for the people running other people's money. Yeah, I mean, if you're Blackstone but, or KKR, you're, you're – yeah. I mean, the, the guy that runs um, uh, Blackstone uh, made over $100 million uh, in fees – uh, in running his private equity funds. And so that's some of our investment dollars that we send to Salem are going to these private equity managers. But when you're, when you're, when interest rates are low, you can do these deals and, you know, the cost of borrowing makes a lot of stuff that wouldn't otherwise be economic make sense, at least on paper. But now that risk-free pays you so much, uh, you know, those debt fuel deals are way less attractive because there's an opportunity cost associated with them now. And so these things are a slow bleed and us all living in a state where we have double the allocation to private equity of the normal public pension fund, uh, we should all be upset with the people at PERS making those types of allocation decisions because they're definitely uh, not in the interest of uh, state taxpayers and they're uh, certainly not in the interest of the public employee retirement system recipients. All right. Let's talk about health savings accounts real quick. Uh, health savings account. Um, is a uh, a savings account that you can only have if you are uh, a participant in a high deductible health insurance plan. So if you don't have a high deductible health insurance plan, this doesn't apply to you. But there are more and more because obviously the health insurance world has changed and there are a lot of small businesses that have them or individuals that have a high deductible health insurance plan. And so if you have one, you know one, you know you have one because before your insurance pays, you're having to pay a lot of money out of pocket. We have high deductible health insurance plan here at Northwest Quadrant. And if you have one of those, you should absolutely have a health savings account. A uh, health savings account is essentially – um, it you know uh, an account where you can put money into every year, get a tax deduction to make the contribution. Uh, the money grows tax free if you put it in a bank or an investment, and then when you take it out, if you take it out for health related reasons, it comes out tax free. And so uh, the contribution limits for an uh, an individual are thirty eight hundred, and for a a, a family is seventy eight hundred. Um, but here's here's what is happening, and so health savings accounts are awesome they are if you have if you have access to a health savings account you should absolutely be participating in them but here's the thing that is getting uh that is being done wrong with health savings account two things actually one is either the people are putting the money in and then they're using the money uh for health care related expenses throughout the year so you're they're have they're spending when you know johnny uh twists his ankle on the soccer pitch or, or whatever it might be and so they're paying they're using their health savings account to pay for that and then second they're just leaving it in, in the savings account at the bank where the health savings account is or some really low risk investment um, so that they can use it just like uh, they would out of their normal bank account. And so here's what you need to be doing instead. And this is what I do and this is what Josh does and this is what we think everybody should be doing that have health savings accounts that can is make the contribution, max the thing out, max it out in January. And then all of these plans or most of these plans have an investment option. I happen to use the Lively, L-I-V-E-L-Y uh, option. My investment option is the TD Ameritrade account, which is becoming the Schwab account. So I can buy anything on those giant custodians that I want. I, I literally own the same exact investments in my health savings accounts that I own in my uh, non-qualified account and in my IRA, same exact ETFs, um, because I am going to have this big pile of money when I get to retirement that I can use for all my healthcare-related expenses uh, that is going to be tax-free. So I can pay my Medicare premiums, I can pay my prescription stuff, I can pay when I need, you know, that donut hole in Medicare. I can. It's like a Roth IRA, uh, but it's better because I get a tax deduction on the front end. So it's better. It's literally triple tax-friendly, uh, meaning t uh, deduction on the front end, a gross tax. Uh, free and then you take it out, it comes out tax free if you use it healthcare related expenses. So, 91% of people that have HSAs don't invest the money, they leave it in a bank account. So, only 9% are utilizing these things to their uh, advantage in a way that they should be. So, uh, if you if you want to, uh, you know, the, in my opinion, uh, lively, uh, but the best HSAs for investing uh, would be uh, HSA Bank, Bank of America. 
Lively, Health Equity, and Fidelity. Those are good ones. Um, and you can invest it just like you would the rest of your retirement money. Just think of it as a Roth for your health care expenses. So that's what an HSA is. All right. Uh, if you have questions for us or comments, give us a call, 877-670-7117, or send us an email by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about all those people exchanging annuities out there. So stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with the Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Satterley Jewelry Repair and Design Center, we're blessed to see beautiful jewelry and hear the tales to go with it. Just as we all are writing our own unique story, so too does our jewelry tell about us, our travels, and most significant moments. These stunning constructs and gemstones carry our stories beyond even our lifetimes, sharing our unique history with our friends and loved ones. So why would you leave the pieces of your story lying in a jewelry box, untouched? You need to get those poor, neglected pieces of beauty out of hiding. Repair them and let your jewelry be a true reflection of the journey we call life. Come see our repair and restoration experts at Satterley Jewelry Repair and Design Center on 5th and 4 in Redmond or at SatterleyJewelers.com. Well, I did it. I'm Leslie James, and you've been hearing me talk about my journey to reverse my osteoporosis for a couple of years now with OsteoStrong Invent. I joined the OsteoStrong program and followed their advice, and according to my latest bone scan, I am osteoporosis-free. I am living proof that it is possible with patience and dedication and my membership to OsteoStrong. Try it yourself. Mention you heard OsteoStrong on the radio and save 50% off your first month. Be better. Call OsteoStrong today. During August, just one adventurous spin of the wheel could win you thousands. Jones has the dial of destiny. But Indian Head Casino has the $75,000 dial of dollars adventure. Now dare to cross forbidden boundaries to the ultimate adventure. Drawings are every Saturday in August. If your name is called, you get to spin the dial of dollars and win up to $1,500 in cash. This goes beyond my wildest dreams. So start earning entries today and walk away with thousands. And Fridays, it's Indian Head Casino's Tuck Tuck Hot Seat Drawings to win $200 in cash for you and $100 in bonus spot play for your friend. Wow, thank you. Indian Head Casino's $75,000 Dial of Dollars Adventure with drawings every Saturday this month. Everybody, listen up. Indian Head Casino, where winners play. Management reserves all rights in the player club for details. Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by finding us on iTunes. Welcome back. If you'd like to take one of us up on a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office uh, to get one of those meetings scheduled. The number is 800 743 or send us an email by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. You know, Josh, I've been remiss. We haven't talked about the implosion of the League of Champions, that being the Pac-12. I know. Uh, it's quite sad. And it's not – so here's what I'll say about this, and we can move on. Um, I, it's not just – the Pac-12 is sort of like a symptom of the problem, right? So 
I, I really despise what's happening in college sports. You know, college sports was like sort of this last bastion it was, of it was pure. purity or somewhat purity, right? Where there was like rivalries and you got excited and they weren't paid athletes. And, and so, look, I don't blame these kids for wanting to get paid. Uh, you know, they're, they are a lot of them are, are, you know, making these schools and these coaches uh, a, a fortune. Um, but college athletics has changed dramatically and COVID sped it all up right now. There's the transfer portal and the NIL deals and all of this stuff that is <laughs> taking all the purity away from college sports. And now it's just like, it's like pro light, right? I mean, it's like, you know, well, I heard today actually that uh, Matt Leinert said CJ Stroud at Ohio state is making somewhere between 10 and 15 to stay million. Wait, didn't he go to, didn't he get drafted second? No, no, the the Ohio State quarterback isn't it C.J. Stroud? I thought he's. I thought he played last night. Anyways, we can talk about that after. But ten, 10 or fifteen million dollars. Yeah, I mean, there's there's starting linemen in the NFL. No, you're right. He, who's the guy that stayed? I don't. I'm not sure. <sighs> What's his name? Anyways, that's not what the show is about. No, no. <laughs> but I, you know, we you, digress. Now that Oregon State is you know functionally a Mountain West team, like. It was really funny making fun of them when it was an idea. <laughs> now that it's happened, I feel like this yeah, tinge of pain in my heart because yeah. it's just—it's really. I mean, I know it's, it's really not called the Civil War anymore, but what that is that going to happen anymore? No, of course not. That's like what? Yeah. It's the day after Thanksgiving, what am I going to? Where am I going to? I mean, come on. Yeah, it's really—it's really sad to yeah. see what's happened. Yeah. So, anyways, all right. Um, obviously, you know, you might have seen um, the the. The negotiation between the uh, UPS and uh, you know the for salary, and you look at the total compensation by the end of the new contract. The average UPS full-time driver is going to make about one hundred seventy thousand dollars in annual pay and benefits. So obviously, it's changed. And I think Josh just looked it up. There was a giant surge in in uh, UPS driver search, right? The job. Yeah, well, and uh, lots of big tech workers saying that they're relatively underpaid compared to uh, UPS drivers because of their uh, significant skills gap. Well, here's the th <laughs> here's what I'll say about that. Google probably has 111,000 people. They could cut. They could probably eliminate. Uh, about a hundred thousand of their employees, and Google would still work fine. As evidenced by, if Twitter. I don't get my stuff from Amazon <laughs> from my UPS driver, and my UPS driver is awesome, by the way. The gap, he's is, the best. The gap in perception of value between the physical and digital economy is so funny. Yeah, because from the people down on the digital side, participants in the digital economy that think that they're, you know, the only reason they exist from an employment perspective is maybe to look better. Uh, on the the perspective of the people, the managerial people at Google, you know, they need to employ more people. Otherwise, their revenue per employee looks insane. Yeah. And, and the they draw even more them, government yeah. ire than they but, already but do. Believe me, my UPS driver in my life is way more important than about 99,000 people course, that work at Google. Most participants in the physical economy are way more, way more impactful in the real world. They just haven't been compensated relative to the level of value they've added for a long time. And yeah, that's those reversing. Guys bust their asses. I mean, yeah. they work. They work. They're, they're like there are very few people that really work all day every, anymore. But those guys do. But when you see some of the collective bargaining agreements going through, like the United Pilots last month, and you know, wage push inflation is like in its early stages, and you know that that pers that pressure is going to be fairly persistent, and it just means, I think, at least that rates are going to have to stay higher, because if the rates do revert back, you're going to see inflation just Rip rampaging yeah. back. Well, it's, it's why the only thing that ever has killed inflation long term is a recession. Like the thing that kills that wage push in inflation is a recession that because it puts the brakes on all of it. It's always going to be the, you know, because of what's happening in the labor market, higher inflation is always going to be the default impulse. And it's just like, you know, the regulator is higher rates because it sort of prevents some of that insatiable demand. And, uh, you know, as long as long as it's higher, inflation can be tame. But the second it goes back, uh, we might be revisiting another version of 2022. Okay, let's talk about uh, swapping an old annuity for a new one. And so there are here's here's what's happening is there. Are, uh, let's say you go to a, a new financial advisor or you you hire a financial advisor and you have an old annuity that you've had for a long time that you sold somebody else sold it to you or you bought it on your own, um, and that new advisor says, well. You know, we need to make a change because there's new annuities out there, and and this is you know, in the reality is the reason that a new advisor is doing that is because that old annuity that you bought isn't going to pay 
that new advisor a penny. And so they want to monetize that, right? And so they say, oh, well, look, I have this new whiz-bang annuity with all these bells and whistles on it. And, oh, by the way, this insurance company will pay you a, what's called a bonus of 4 or 5% on your dollars, dollar for dollar, to, to get into this thing. And it's like, whoa, this insurance company likes me that much that they're going to give me 4% on my money, on my hundred grand. they are going to be $4,000 for free. Yes, that's what the advisor says. You can get into this thing and they'll give you $4,000 because everybody at an insurance company is nice and they're not for profit. And so uh, a lot of there's a lot of uh, annuity exchanges that are going on out there. One, if you have a surrender from an old one, a surrender penalty to get out of an old one, they say, well, we can make that go away by buying this bonus annuity. Or now the other thing that's happening is because interest rates have moved up. Uh, people are saying, well, you know this fixed annuity that you bought with a low rate? Let's exchange it into this new fixed annuity with a much higher rate and a much higher floor and, and it has a teaser rate of let's say six percent uh and and so there's all of this uh the the people that wholesale the annuities so that come from the insurance companies to go to go talk to financial advisors are saying look at all these great sales ideas there's tremendous amount of opportunity out there for you to go sell these annuities to this to your clients and to the unsuspecting public uh by offering either higher rates on their fixed annuity or a bonus on their variable annuity to get into a new annuity so uh, first of all, Josh and I say n most of you out there listening, when I say most, 99% of you don't need an annuity. annuity. Annuities are good for the insurance companies that issue them and the salesperson that sells it to you. They are really expensive. They're tax bombs at death. Uh, and uh, what's the last one? T tax bombs at death, really expensive. Oh, and they lock your money up for years sometimes, uh, 10 years or more. And so um, the fees are, are what really kill us in, in our mind that really are bothersome to us uh, and, and why we, we don't uh, offer them to people. And, and we think, uh, you know, we do everything we can to help people get out of them. But uh, the, the, the 1035 exchange, which is going from one annuity to a, another one, is what a lot of financial advisors are doing out there. One, so they can either get paid uh, on this new great product um, or sell you some guarantees that you don't need. Um, and so when we see market volatility, we see a lot of this stuff. But beware, buyer beware of bonus annuities where the insurance company is going to give you a bonus on your money. It just means they're going to tie your annuity, your money in the annuity up longer so they can charge those higher fees for longer, thereby recouping that bonus and then some. So you, you there's no less, free lunch. You have less liquidity for longer because you're just basically extending your surrender period. Here's the deal. Take it from all of Bernie Madoff's clients. <laughs> in the investment business, if it sounds too good to be true, it always is. So if it sounds to be good to be true, grab your wallet and run the other direction. All right. If you want to sign up for our newsletter, Josh and I do a short video in the middle and end of every month. We're going to do one next week. Uh, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Send us an email. Let us know you'd like to be added to our e-newsletter list. When we come back, we're going to talk about common IRA mistakes that we see all the time. Stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or northwestquadrantwealth.com. Since 1999, Auto Network Group, ANG and Bend, has been delivering on the American promise of driving excitement. Hi, Fred Johnson here. Auto Network Group buyers scour the market selecting only the best of the best. Cars, trucks, SUVs, vans, and top-of-the-line RVs. They have the brands you can trust. Let Auto Network Group match your active Central Oregon lifestyle with the perfect vehicle for things you love to do. The buying experience at ANG is streamlined. Apply online, get pre-approved financing, select your new late model car, truck, SUV, or RV. And in three easy steps, you can be driving something new. 
They take pride in their 100% positive feedback rating. Go to angben.com to see their big inventory and see what other satisfied customers have to say. Or stop in today at Auto Network Group, just behind Target on Robo Lane and Bend. Auto Network Group, delivering driving excitement. This is Christy from the Cosmic Depot. I've been up to it again, stirring up creative inspiration around my little shop of wonder and curiosity. Right now, Cosmic Depot is in the midst of lots of freshening up. You may find that every time you come in to peruse my selection of tapestries, incense, fragrance oils, natural stone beads, silver jewelry, spiritual tools, and the abundance more, the shop looks a little different. Cosmically inspired and locally motivated, I am on a mission to give you a super fun shopping experience. Experience. I want Cosmic to be that shop that you come to when you need a little sparkle in your day. A place where you bring your friends and family to when you are looking for a little adventure. And your go-to for thoughtful gifts of all kinds. Cosmic can be a spot of magic in your day. And the Cosmic Depot is your spot, your shop for good vibe products of all variety. Come on by and see the changes afoot daily from 10 to 6 at the Cosmic Depot at 342 Northeast Clay in Bend. Summertime brings a whole new appreciation of what a brand new custom-built Highline home can do for you and your family. There are the benefits of air conditioning, quality insulation, and windows. I'm very impressed with the insulation. Winter, it stays warm, and in the summertime, when it's really hot, it stays nice and cool. Then there's the perfect outdoor living space. It is nice, yeah. I'm on five acres out here, and you want to entertain and, and hang out. Virtual tours and more at HighlineHomes.com. Oregon, CCB 181069. Highline Homes. On your lot, on time, Bill right. Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be signs that your digestive system isn't working at its best? But taking Metamucil every day can help. Metamucil supports your daily digestive health using a special plant-based fiber called psyllium. Psyllium works by forming a gel in your digestive system to trap and remove the waste that weighs you down. Metamucil's gelling action also helps to promote heart health and slows down sugar absorption to promote healthy blood sugar levels. Start feeling lighter and more energetic by taking Metamucil every day. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that is MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save many families up to 500 bucks a month, and that is huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The member satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works, too. It's been around for 30 years. Members have shared more than $5 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, really, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now. You'll get a price within two minutes. So see what you can say. This is a very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. Call 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. The mission is clear. Give honest, transparent analysis and actionable advice every week. Make sure to connect with us on YouTube and get our twice-monthly e-newsletter. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on fin Financial Focus Radio. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us so far. Knock on wood, I know we've had some smoke here in Central Oregon, but uh, so far it hasn't been too, too bad. I know that we're generally not to the worst part of the summer yet, but... Uh, Knock on wood, hopefully. And, and you know what drives me crazy, and I know what drives everybody out there crazy, is that, of course, we're going to have some uh, fires started by lightning, right? Like, that's happened uh, way before people were in Central Oregon and will happen way after people are in Central Oregon. But these doofuses that start these fires that become giant forest fires and people, these amazing forest fires go risk their life to put them out, those ones are really tough. And it seems like more and more, the, for, the fires that get started earlier, especially like in July, June and July, they're, they're set by some buffoon. I haven't out there seen that much lightning this summer. That's Knock on sure. wood. Knock on wood. Yeah. All right. Um, so Josh and I talk about uh, Social Security a lot and, and delaying Social Security, taking Social Security quite a bit on our show if you're listening regularly. Um, but it's amazing to us. Uh, there was a really good article in the USA Today about uh, 
how early people are taking it and the reasons for it. And it just makes us our, our, just makes us shake our heads. Uh, only 10% of non-retired Americans say they will wait until 70 to receive their maximum Social Security benefit. So the maximum, you know, Social Security, uh, you can start taking it at 62 and take it any year after. And, it's, and it'll keep growing up by 8% per year. Your income you're going to get from Social Security will go up 8% per year every year that you wait. But it's not going to go grow past 70. So 70 is your maximum Social Security benefit. Um, Schroeder's U.S. Retirement did a study of 2,000 U.S. investors uh, between the ages of 27 and 79. Uh, 40% of non-retired respondents plan to take their Social Security benefits between 62 and 65. Uh, obviously, that's going to leave them quite short of qualifying for their full retirement benefits. Uh, and why is that? The number one reason uh, for people uh, taking it early is fear. They literally don't think that Social Security is going to be there. 44% said they were concerned that Social Security is going to run out of money and stop making payments. And 36% expect they'll need the money sooner. Uh, Social Security is obviously by the Congressional Budget Office expected to be depleted by 2033, which is a year earlier. Newsflash, everybody. There's there's not like a bunch of different accounts in Washington, D.C. that, that say – uh, defense budget, education budget, Social Security, Medicare. There's, there's just, there's just not. It's, it's they don't even keep separate spreadsheets. <laughs> it's one pile of money that gets used. And guess what? There's not actually money. It's just digital, right? So it's all ones and zeros on a computer. And so th- there's no building that that says Social Security trust fund, and there's a bunch of money in there. That's <laughs> I know that a lot of people think that that's true, but uh, that those things, Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid are the third rail of politics. Nobody, I mean, we could do a lot of things in this country to help them and to 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 you know make sure that they uh, were better funded. But um, that's the third rail of politics. And guess what group of voters vote that group right so um the social security is not going away the social security so-called trust fund i say that in air quotes is not going away in 2033 so um the longer you can wait to take social security the better off you're going to be at least wait till your full retirement age which for most people now is 66 because then you can continue to work and your social security won't be penalized uh don't take it at 62 okay so josh and i see a lot of mistakes, investment mistakes, uh, but we also see sort of what we call, I guess, financial planning mistakes. Uh, and these are a bunch of mistakes we see people uh, do with their IRAs. And it, what's interesting about an IRA, um, uh, IRAs obviously have contribution limits of uh, 6,500 bucks if you're under 50 and 7,500 if you're over 50, but uh, the assets across all IRA accounts in the United States are $13 trillion. That's according to the Investment Company Institute. Um, and obviously, that's not just from contributions. Most of the big dollar amounts in IRAs are, are coming from uh, retirement plan rollovers, so like a 401k or a 403b rollover where the contribution limits are higher. Um, and so there's a lot of money at stake. $13 trillion is real money. And so a lot of people, their IRA is really important to them. Uh, but here's here's some of the things we see. First one is waiting to the 11th hour to contribute to your IRA. So most people know that you can wait till your tax filing deadline. So let's say April 15th of the of the next year to contribute for the previous year. So for example, you could have contributed on April 15th of this year for your 2022 contribution, which would have been a 15 full months after when you could have started making your contribution for 2022. So because the market is up 80% of any given year, so 80% of the time the market is a positive year, that 15 months is costing you compounding and dividend payments. And so we would tell you, like when I make my HSA contribution, I make it on January 1st so it gets in there and can start compounding and and the dividends can start paying. You should not be waiting till April 15th of the next year to make your previous year's contribution. You should be making it in January if you can afford to so that the compounding of your money and the dividends can uh, can take effect. And remember, 80% of any given year, the market's going to be positive. And so statistically, you should be making p- contributions ASAP. Um, a lot of people think of a, 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 their IRA contributions as either or, meaning – I can either do a Roth or a traditional, and the reality is you could do both. You can, you just have to make sure you don't go over the limit. And so a traditional IRA is obviously going to lower your taxable income. A Roth isn't going to lower your taxable income because it's after-tax money, but it's going to come out tax-free. Um, so you know you could contribute thirty-two fifty to both. 
if that is the most advantageous for you, meaning from a tax perspective on a deductible side of the equation, but it, it doesn't, you, you can do both. You don't have to do all in the Roth or all in the traditional. Remember, you can do both. So that's a, that's something a lot of people, uh, you know, I mean, I guess from whatever, you can do both. Um, the other thing we see is people not contributing to their IRA when they're older. They say, well, I don't have enough time to take advantage of it. Um, and that's, uh, we just think that that doesn't make any sense. I mean, so if, if you think about, especially if you're contributing to a Roth and you have no intention of probably using that money, uh, a Roth is an awesome thing to pass on to your beneficiaries because there's no required minimum distribution rules and the beneficiaries are going to be able to take it out uh, tax-free as well. So, uh, you know, you, even if you're, you're older and you're still working and you qualify uh, to be able to contribute to an IRA, you can contribute to a Roth IRA still. And, you know, it's, it, you're going to have another pile of money that is growing tax-free and you're not having to pay taxes on it as it grows. And when you can take it out, it comes out tax-free. And if you don't use it, your beneficiaries are really going to be happy that you contributed to the Roth later in life. Uh, this is another big one we see. People forget to contribute uh, to their spouse's IRA. So, I'll use Josh as an example. Josh is married. He files jointly. He files his taxes jointly. So uh, Josh's wife uh, works from works out of the house, meaning takes care of the kids. Uh, her contribution is no less important than Josh's. In fact, her, if you met Josh's kids, it's her import, Her contribution is more important. <laughs> Josh isn't paying attention. <laughs> and so, but Josh, he can contribute uh, for both of them because they file jointly. And so, she, 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 because his wife doesn't have an in, earned income doesn't mean that she can't uh, also contribute because they're filing jointly. So in Josh's case, uh, he could contribute 6,500 for him and 6,500 for his wife, even though his wife doesn't go out and, and make an income. So if you're in that situation, you both can contribute if you're married filing jointly. Um, a lot of people delay their IRA contributions for short-term considerations like the market, or they'll wait till they pay off other things. Here's Here's what you should do, especially if you're young. Automate your contributions to your retirement accounts, whether it be your 401k or your IRA. Automate it, meaning have it directly come out of your bank account every single month so that you're going to max the thing out, and then you don't have to do anything. You don't. The only thing you have to do is when they increase the contribution limits every year, make sure you increase what uh, comes out of your bank automatically. But if you can automate your investments, including into your IRA, you will become a successful investor because you don't have to physically do anything. A lot of people say, well, I'll wait because I need to do these things. I need to pay off this debt. No, start saving in your retirement accounts, especially your IRAs immediately, and then get it automated, and it'll make your life a million times easier. Um, this is the other thing we see real quick. We don't have much time left. A lot of people think of their IRA as mad money. Uh, they take way too much risk. They're buying crypto in there or, or investments that make no sense, inverse ETFs, those kind of things. Or they use it as a bank account when their emergency fund when they need to access money for stupid things. They, they, they access their IRA money for those kind of things. So uh, don't think IRA is exactly what it sounds like individual retirement account um, you're supposed to wait till at least 59 and a half but hopefully longer all right if you'd like to take us up on a free retirement view one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life so if you have at least five hundred thousand dollars of investable assets call our office 800-743-0988 or send us an email by going to our website when we come back we'll tackle some of your emails so stick around your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Wildfires can cause tragic impacts to our homes, our livelihoods, and our sense of safety. It's up to us to take the necessary steps to protect our homes, friends, and neighbors. Things like making sure your roof and gutters are clear of anything that can easily catch fire, keeping your lawn mowed, and moving anything flammable away from your home. 
Learn more about these and other things you can do to defend your homes from wildfires this season by visiting OregonDefensibleSpace.org. That's OregonDefensibleSpace.org. Today I'll get a workout in at the fitness center. Tomorrow, maybe some rafting on the Deschutes River. Or I could go for a swim and spend the afternoon by the pool. It's pretty easy to fill your calendar when you live the life you love at Stonebriar. Walk the nature trails at Pilot Butte, or maybe give Tracy a call. We can go shopping in Bend on Saturday. Sunday, read a book on the deck. And after an active day outside, you come home to gorgeous resort-style one, two, or three-bedroom apartments with Cook's Kitchens, spacious bath, full-size washer and dryers, computer labs with free Internet, covered parking, and... My fur babies. Pets allowed. Stonebriar is currently accepting applications. Their beautiful landscape grounds feature two clubhouses and are on Highway 20 near 27th and Bend. Google Stonebriar Apartments for details. Stonebriar, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Stonebriar Apartments. The best of resort living. Consider the stone. When one gets a stone in their shoe, it creates a world of hurt. Ouch. But when natural stone is used to create a wall or a patio, well, that's a world of beauty. Let our experts at Basilite take your ideas and help you make magic. Basilite is your one-stop shop for natural stone, pavers, retaining walls, and hardscape materials. Basilite, exceptional products and service. Locally owned in Redmond since 1980. And at the right price. Remember, don't fight it. Basilite it. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that is MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save many families up to 500 bucks a month, and that is huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The member satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works, too. It's been around for 30 years. Members have shared more than $5 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, really, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with. You can call right now. You'll get a price within two minutes. So see what you can say. This is a very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. Call 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. The Subaru of Bend Ghost Tree Invitational Dinner returns August 19th. Juniper Preserves Special Event Package gets you two free tickets to the dinner with your room reservation and early entry. Enjoy food from local and regional chefs, wine tastings, unique cocktails and brews, plus live music and dancing. Visit juniperpreserve.com for package details or get dinner-only tickets at ghosttreeinvitational.com. Sponsored by Pacific Source Health Plants, Beaver Coach Sales, Good Life Brewing, Brightwood Corporation, The Center Foundation, Southern Glazers, Smarts, Cisco, and Combined Communications. your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Call us today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. We appreciate you <clears throat> excuse me, spending some of your weekend with us. So last quarter... Uh, the um, we had an all-time peak of 17% of the people that had a, a car loan were paying $1,000 a month for their car. So uh, there 17% of the people out there last quarter were paying at least $1,000 on their car every single month. Uh, to contrast that, in 2019, it was just 4% uh, of people that were paying $1,000 a month. You could buy 12, uh, 2012 Honda CRVs for that. Your car. Uh, well, you know, it's you could funny. buy one every month. It's, it wasn't that long ago that, like, you know, people were paying that in rent, and now they're paying it uh, to buy a car, which is a depreciating asset, by the way. Uh, the average monthly payment for a new car in the United States hit a record $736 last month. That is insane. Uh, that, that increase over the last three years is 28%. Crazy to me. Crazy. Well, you know, and it's funny. So, like, you know, I bought uh, my son a car for graduate birthday slash graduation 
I'm a little embarrassed to say that out loud, but I did. So uh, the, what's funny is the car dealerships, uh, they really want you to, to finance these things. Now, like I paid cash, but they were like, can you just uh, borrow money for like a month and then pay it off? Because we get, you know, we get, we'll get, I mean, they gave me a huge discount on the car, like 2,500 bucks just to do that. And I was like, sure, whatever. But yeah, they don't, they, car dealers uh, don't want you to pay cash anymore. Because I used to think like, oh paying cash i get to negotiate yeah. and they're like we don't want you to pay cash get out of here with no because they securitize the loan and then yeah. sell it off and yeah and they get they package get, and sell it and off. the and the banks or whatever give them like if you if you do it like if it's a ford if you do it through ford they give them special deals uh, to the dealership all that sort of thing so it's it's interesting how things have changed that it's very funny how much uh our country has become very comfortable with debt. I guess when you have $33 trillion of it and you had a president that is really comfortable with debt, <laughs> that's what happens. All right. Uh, here we go. Do you guys have an opinion about buying annuity, buying an immediate annuity with some of my retirement money to provide me with another source of guaranteed income? Also, what are your thoughts on buying one that is indexed to inflation? Thanks, Gene. Uh, so what Gene is talking about is you can buy something called an immediate annuity where you give an insurance company. So uh, there's an insurance company based here in Oregon. They used to be based here in Oregon. They're a Japanese company now. But Standard Insurance, which is they have a, a big building in downtown Portland. They were bought by a Japanese company uh, not all that long ago. But you could go to a company like Standard Insurance and say, I'm going to give you $100,000. I'm 68 years old. How much are you going to give me for the rest of my life? And so they will provide you a monthly income stream uh, for the rest of your life or a period uh, that you determine beforehand. Um, and that's what's called an immediate annuity. And the, the payment's going to be based on where interest rates are at the time when you buy the annuity and your age and your life expectancy, that kind of thing. And so uh, what Gene is then asking is, there are these annuities out there. You can buy them from Transamerica or different places that uh, offer uh, some inflation protection on the payments because buying a fixed annuity, it's a fixed payment, and the payment's not going to change. And so obviously as inflation increases, your purchasing power on those dollars is going to decline. And there are companies out there that offer it, those payments indexed to inflation. So they just so you know, Gene, they index them to the CPI number, which always isn't accurate. Remember, the CPI number doesn't include food and energy, which is kind of a big part of what you spend on every day. Uh, but nonetheless, yeah, those do exist. Um, these are really the only kind of annuities that Josh and I believe in. You know, we don't, I don't, can't, I mean, I think I sold an immediate annuity to a spendthrift grandchild like 14 years ago. Uh, and they sold it to one of those places that cash them in. So <laughs> lesson learned there. But we, you know, these are the only kind of annuities that uh, have some merit. We we think if you're really conservative uh, and, and you want another sort of source of guaranteed income, this is a viable option. Make sure that you're buying it from a, a high credit quality insurance company, meaning you know the the ability to pay on your uh, money is only as good as the insurance company's ability to stay in business. And when you buy an immediate annuity, that annuity money becomes part of the general account of the insurance company. So if they go bankrupt, that money gets wiped out. So that's an important factor to determine. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, the if you buy one that is indexed to inflation, the payment out of the gate is going to be lower than if you buy one that isn't indexed to inflation and oftentimes by quite a bit. And so that's a determination you have to make is sort of, do you feel like you have a lot of longevity? Um, but yeah, I mean, th these things are viable. They're, they're not, I mean, I don't know that I would ever buy one because I, I still wholeheartedly believe in the market and the compounding effects of the market and my ability to have a, a bigger nest egg uh, and my, and I'll have more money to spend by investing in the stock market. Uh, I believe wholeheartedly in that, but um, I can deal with the volatility stock market gene. You might not want to. I also know that I'll give more money to my beneficiaries by investing in stocks, but these are the only kind of annuities really that Josh and I think have some merit. All right, we got an email from Tom W. Uh, Tom says, when I compare yields in money markets and CDs, they are pretty close. What are your thoughts on which one would be better for me to, meet, for me to own with my safe money? Well, I mean, it, I guess it depends on the money market mutual fund, right? If you're using a, 
Well, to me, it's a liquidity thing, right? Yeah. So, so money markets are daily liquid, right? So, Tom, if you think of, you know, if you own the Vanguard Prime money market or the myriad of uh, money markets that exist out there, that money is daily liquid. And a lot of them, you can actually write a check off of them. The uh, one caveat there, though, is like the ones that have imposed redemption gates and there's potential for liquidity. Right. So you need to check the redemption gates. But um, they have daily liquidity and the yields right now are a little bit better. Uh, then you can get in a CD. Now, obviously, a money market is not FDIC insured. You go back to the global financial crisis, the biggest money market in the world. Uh, the reserve fund almost broke the buck. It didn't, but it almost did. And so there is a little bit more risk because it's buying very short-term uh, paper in a money market versus a CD is FDIC insured up to the limit, of course. And so uh, the, the difference is if, let's say, you buy a two-year CD and you're a year into it, and you need your money. A lot of times the penalty is going to be you're going to give up all the interest you've gotten so far or some of the interest you've gotten so far. So you'll get your money back. Uh, but in a money market, you know, they don't get you just get uh, your money that day. And if they paid you interest on a monthly basis up until then, you get to keep all of that. And so to me, you know, uh, I remember I inherited money when I was 18, 17, 18 years old from my grandparents. All my cousins went and bought CDs, and I said, that's rubbish. Why would I buy those things? <laughs> the, the bank, of course, wants to take my $10,000 or $20,000 and turn it into $200,000 in loans. That's great for the bank. Screw the bank. I'm going to put my money in the market. But I also, for my safe money, Tom, I've always used a money market and or short-term treasuries uh, because not only do I feel like the yield's better, I like the liquidity factor. And then if I buy individual treasuries, I get a bigger tax benefit. So um, – you know, to me, people are trained, especially of a certain generation, that CDs are the way to go. To me, they were, they've always been – they've made no sense to me. I, I I despise giving money to banks because banks then just use my money to lend out. It's, I'm not against them doing that. I just don't want to uh, aid and abet them. So that's our show this week. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. Remember, buy low, sell high. We'll see you next week. listening to partners of Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management on the radio show Financial Focus. Remember, you can email or call with your questions anytime during the week. Visit northwestquadrantwealth.com for more information. See you next week on Financial Focus. Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances and, if necessary, seek professional advice.